Welcome. How are you doing, my friend? How is life? <laughs> How are things, buddy? All good, man. I uh, just want to get set up. This is the first time I'm using Zoom, so forgive oh. me if I act like a boomer or something. <laughs> no, you're totally fine. I'm the boomer in this case, man. Believe I me. I was just um, about to send you a picture. Like, am I in the right place with the little window that said, like, oh, the host will begin soon? <laughs> yeah, you're, you're totally fine. Yeah, it's all good. Like, you connected super seamlessly. Your audio sounds fantastic, obviously. Extremely awesome. high, high product. Get ready. I, I, I won't be able to keep myself from just, like, opening up the show with, which we, we've, we've kind of already started. But, dude, like, your, your channel with, with the content and the quality, there is just a, a, a real, like, solid core of, like, personal, like, it is, it is on me this that that sense of like that personal ethos of work ethic is just fucking man it's there's no one else comes close like seriously for Thanks, sure. man. It's yeah. just the grind on youtube you know you're <laughs> doing it man you're doing it and i gotta say i do like your channel i i if i'm honest with you i just found out about you with the whole <laughs> controversy of um oh, i forgot to yeah. say matthew um matthew <laughs> something <laughs> but and i'm like okay who's this god of war podcast and i i, I love podcasts and i oh. didn't know there was one dedicated for God of War. So I, I, when I made the video, I definitely told my people to go and check you out. And okay. I left the link and all that because I mean, I do like your stuff like you interviewing uh, Michelle, uh, Danielle oh, Basuti, Danielle. Yeah, I almost messed up her name again. That's uh, okay. and, uh, She's a rock actor. I forgot their names. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. So yeah. Robert Kirkhead. Yeah, they're great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, before you go on, I wanted to let you know. So your uh, your video isn't coming out. Are you happy to stay audio? Oh, or? oh, sorry. Oh, uh, start video. That's okay. You, I got this. Oh, there we go. Here. This guy here. I, oh, I man. really thought I was okay. <laughs> Here's the thing. Obviously, handsome voice, even more handsome to look at. Come on, man. Like, I just, I, you got to call it. Like, well done. Exactly. <laughs> I said to my fiance, she and I, we have this thing where it's like, you, as soon as you spot a beautiful person, you just tell them straight away, you know? And so then also Elias, my co-host, like, he's got this cool, I'm going to, obviously, we're going to riff into like different world mythologies and heritage and stuff, but I'm going to guess you have a little bit of the Mediterranean going on, a Portuguese or something. What, what are we? Uh, well, my name is Captain Cuba. I'm, I'm uh -huh. from Cuba, the, the Caribbean. Oh, Cuba. <laughs> yeah, excuse me. Oh, see, now that's <laughs> some good. deep lore for you folks, like uh, keeping track. Now you yeah. know. I'm sure. Have you ever actually revealed that on the show, uh, on your yeah. channel? People get my name confused a lot because apparently the name, the, the word Cuba is a, is a Polish name. And they're asking me if I'm Polish all the time. Oh. But the origin behind the name is that I like Ed Boon, the, the Mortal Kombat creator. And yeah. he came up with the Mortal Kombat name. Like, oh, we'll just use k instead of c right? hey. and in my favorite superhero is captain captain america i'm like oh i should be captain cuba but yeah. with a k <laughs> it's amazing and then also you share the k with another well-known figure whose name starts with k kratos it's it, it ties in very very well for sure dude never thought about that never thought about oh, that well then i'm here to drop that <laughs> on knowledge on you one thing we're going to dive into with this one being yeah. you know hail to ragnarok ragnarok is a cyclical thing and believe mm -hmm. me like things are gonna ramp up again just like uh, I, I say this to Elias, my co-host i say you can get that sort of 2017 kind of vibe happening like <laughs> leading yeah. into you know the next year yeah. and i just saw both daniel basuti and robert uh, Craighead uh, chime in on the podcast mm -hmm. and I'm just going to read so this is um, so I made the post and I think I actually in the in, in 
just to to walk my talk about signal boosting, I will I will read it out. So basically, this needs to stop. Um, and this is Alana, very classy, extremely taking it all in stride. Yeah, yeah. So aside from the ones I got for being hired in the first place, I think this is my first game dev related abusive message. I've finally been initiated. Look at me go! Like what a fucking admirable way of mm. keeping perspective and doing that. Won't read the post because that fucking troll it's it's freaking disgusting yeah it's it's, it's doesn't uh, deserve it's it yeah exactly yeah. let's just say it's fucking disgusting Corey said for real y'all this is some bullshit you want to be mad at somebody for anything god of war related this the delay ps4 slash 5 trolls subtitle size sigrun whatever be angry at me i made the calls i did this don't bother the team they are all very good people doing great work so see and, and i was like and so then i will just read out here so on behalf of the God of War podcast, and I dare say you, man. Like I just, oh yeah, sure, no, go ahead, yeah, yeah. vibe. So and yeah. Captain Cooper, as inhumanly well in stride, Charlana Zard has demonstrated handling this kind of behavior and is on the spot supportive and exemplary of a proactively caring workplace. It was of Corey Barlog to vocally and publicly condemn it, supporting his mate. Uh, it should never have come to them or anyone, in fact, devoting any emotional or mental bandwidth or time out of their day to being exposed to this level of projection-filled discourteous toxicity. I'm going to open yeah. a bracket here. The reason why people don't call things out, and by the way, it's the reason why this shit is enabled and like they feel allowed, is because people don't they don't actually stop and take a moment to make a massive fuck off like do not like no more kind of statement mm -hmm. and so that's why i i wanted to kind of give some context no, in the middle of the statement yeah. um the god of war community collectively condemns all forms of bullying and abuse whenever it rears its ugly face it must be called out loudly and erased from humanity's collective behavioral lexicon uh, mm. which has again brackets i like to annotate yeah. successfully we absolutely socially in terms of the wider sphere curbed the f word when describing people uh who aren't uh, heterosexual you know like the the, the homo you know what i mean like we used to use that word weirdly quasi liberally the f word yeah. and it's just now completely taboo you just don't do it it's just and so then we can fucking do this like we can make big change you know uh, hence this post, which I hope motivates you reading or listening or watching this, uh, yeah. to not stay silent whenever you come across it and help permanently change the status quo, which currently allows this to happen. Enough is enough, people. On the most human level, Charlana Zad, Alana is a fellow Australian sister, Aussie mm -hmm. sister, living the dream, working for Santa Monica Studio and sinking so low as to attack someone online, trying to dim their light so you can bring them down to your level will only ever demonstrate how irredeemably pitiable you are. Mm -hmm. Responding with humor is great. Excellent troll slang, I say mm -hmm. to Alana, uh, but never needing to respond to anything in the first place is better. Hashtag be better. And so then I customer hashtag yeah, and I then right at the fucking top we have danielle basuti who is she's a friend now like she's been on uh like the star wars podcast we talked about That's idea. Yeah, yeah such a kindred spirit and she says well said when one reaches inside their heart and feels that pain that haunts them it's up to the individual to heal it mm -hmm. see what i mean about her being like actually being freya like i fucking yeah, yeah. <laughs> we are responsible for our emotions if you need support or help please have the courage to ask for it and look showing compassion to this person who had no idea how to handle whatever they were going through and it just came out as hate and it came out as this like, i mean yeah i 100 agree with you with what you said it's it's beautifully written and way better than i could have ever have written but my tactic is usually just to make fun of them back and Thank i wrote you. like <laughs> I, I i wrote like i made a post on twitter like i can't believe some of the I, I'm not sure if these idiots actually believe the toxicity they spread or something like that with smiley face because it's just it's just so dumb what he said. It's like, yeah. oh, Alana was hired. Therefore, the game <laughs> got delayed. I'm like, dude, where's your logic? I don't where's believe your logic. You. 
<laughs> but <laughs> yeah, you said I'm it, glad the God of War community is uh, or, and the God of War uh, team like uh, Michelle and um, Daniel. Daniel, Daniel. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. I love you, man. It's all good. Let me tell it's you something. Good. The best part of that something. was that you got to show us, man. You do the you you're doing some reps, man. That that was great. Oh, well done, it's I only did. up here. It's only up here, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just flat yeah. from, oh, yeah. from the waist down. I'm kidding. But yeah, to finish off what she says. Uh, so yeah, if you need support or help, please have the courage to ask for it. Projecting and lashing out at others will never make you feel better long term. Never. I am sending my support and love to a fellow female trailblazer in video games, Tara Lanazard. All things happen in perfect timing. Hashtag yeah. God of War Ragnarok will drop when it's ready. Meanwhile, the creative team Santa Monica Studio is working hard to make this game as special as the last open bracket this also isn't necessarily confirmation of god of war ragnarok she's just calling it what people are calling it okay I even i have to do that for the algorithm because yeah. everybody calls it god of war ragnarok so i just have to go with it i'm like okay i, I know this is not the official name i know Sorry, go on. exactly Sorry. Uh, and uh, he's working hard to make this game as special as he is working hard to make this game as special as the last. And in solidarity with the words of Kratos, we must hashtag be better. Hashtag yeah. a mother's promise. Hashtag team Freya. I responded with you grace us with this very eloquently, beautifully expressed sentiment, Daniel Basidi. And I absolutely agree. We must hashtag be better. Robert Craighead comes in. This is absolute bullshit. <laughs> Friggin <laughs> trolls. And, and, and I said, Robert, damn right. You're awesome, Robert. When... Uh, she reads this. Charlana Zard will, as I did, 100% read your comment in Brock's voice. Mm. So yeah, yeah, the lovely, the divine masculine, divine feminine coming in, being like, "Fuck sure. off with your bullshit." Yeah, no, it's, <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's just nice seeing them as a team. I don't know. It's just yeah. it's good that they, they all have their backs. Um, yeah, but and yeah, man, it's, and uh, it's just wholesome, man. And like, and then Char, like I keep saying Charlana, but Alana, she posted um, mm. on hers uh, with. I mean, you've seen it, I'm sure. It's just uh, Oh Black Thunder O on Twitter said real God of War fans right now, and I'll just show it. I'll, I'll probably edit it in, but it's a picture of Kratos holding up Alana's. Uh, oh, okay. Pop. Right, right, okay. <laughs> Very sweet, and she said this is the sweetest, cheesiest thing I've ever seen, and adore it. Beautiful yeah, post there about like keeping perspective, and then why not use that opportunity to send them some love instead of it's like you have this direct channel, which actually yeah. feeds into when I chimed in with you, man. Um, off of what happened with that, like I was, I, I think it was kind of like a, a, a lovely, certainly inspiring. Sam lost his mind. Like he was like, oh wow, they just all of these outlets think I work for Santa Monica Studio, you know. And and so yeah. then he, I, and that's, but that's my goal as this conduit with these networks. I just, I want to open doors uh, sure. and outlets. Yeah. Now that is something that, like, I was so like in that same headspace artistically with Santa Monica, that five or six outlets, probably more, just straight up assumed I worked for them. So that is yeah. really good for something like no, a portfolio or something. He and truly is amazing. Like I, I had to look at his art twice and read him like, is he a fan? Because he made it look like it came from the art book of the game. Yeah. Like the way the, the, he had the fonts and all that. I'm like, is this actual artwork? Like, mm. how have I not made a video about this? This is fan I'm like, is, is this real? But it yeah. was just a fan art. And I'm like, dude, this guy needs to be hired. I said it in the video. Santa Monica hired this guy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm boy. just a guy making videos, but this guy's got the artistic chops. Like he can do oh. it. <laughs> Actually, yeah. that's a perfect segue. Thank you. You didn't. I'm sure you didn't expect this, but you just said uh. just a guy making videos. Get out of here with that, because this guy. So Captain Kuba, Elias obviously came up making her, his videos with you know. Uh, it's just Cygnus HD. And so okay, then yeah, Cygnus I was going to ask you about that. Yeah, because I used to watch a few of his videos. Watch when his videos. Because we, I think we all started at the same time, uh, yeah, but he we only uploaded one or two, I believe. And then, 
Mm. And then he stopped, right? Sorry, go on. I interrupted He did. No, that's okay. Thank you, man. And I, I, I love being interrupted. Seriously. I have a brain that goes in all kinds of things. So when you jump okay. in, it makes me so happy. Uh, and so, yeah, no. Um, and we have the shared, like, you, human, me, Italian. It's like, it's just a big throng. Everyone can talk over each other. It's fine. Yeah. Um, and But basically, yeah. So so Cygnus was making these. And and so I, I would refer to him. And I, I, I consider him a, like the scholar. And you is just, there's this... I swear, like, um, as I say, like the be all end all, like you go to the like God of War, like single person YouTuber, like that's you like on, mm-hmm. on YouTube yeah. right now. Well, like, yeah, sure. and, and I love and with the logos and everything with the blades of, yeah. you know, it's and and I remember being like, I am so glad that this guy is is signal boosting this and keeping I, I actually, you know, like Vati video like that's in a similar way you know big inspiration does that yeah, yeah. exactly yeah just kind of covering that and then zeltic for zelda uh neo uh, neo matrixology who's my friend who does the mm-hmm. matrix stuff with me so yeah. there's just these figures who have just taken on that mantle and yeah. i have just and as you said it's uh, you're doing this the youtube thing but it's hours of your life and I really like to kind of be a bit of a mirror and just say, look, there's a lot of people who like straight up, they've had better days because of the videos that you've like, yeah. oh, I knew Captain Kuba's out. Oh, and then, yeah. you know, because I, I certainly can relate with like when I would hear new Cygnus is out, I would just put it on before work and automatically have a better day. So I hope you hear more than enough of that in your comments. And if not, I, I kind of want to just sort of be that coalesced voice of appreciation yeah. to you man for sure oh thanks man yep. i mean for the most part yeah it's uh it's it's people being positive uh Good. but i love the god of War community it's just it's very it's, it's very wholesome mm. as, uh, as you say it's just it's very welcoming yeah yeah and, it, and but, when it, you know it's from 2018 onwards uh this this element of family that has come in is just so beautiful mm-hmm. um, yeah a true symptom of them as i would say i don't know if you went all the way back listening to episode one but i had a spiel i actually listened just doing some Again, the cyclical thing of Ragnarok. I've, I went through some of the old stuff. I was like, "This stuff that I want to bring up with with, with Cap. Can I just call you Captain? Is that yeah, cool? no, no worries, yeah, no worries, yeah. Captain, um, yeah. Skipper. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, and, and definitely with the cyclical thing of Ragnarok is going to be huge, and that's why I wanted to kind of theme it around it. Um, and that's actually relevant because of the recent news. You know, it's it's and you know, <laughs> Corey's like face palm and everything. It's it's and then Danielle like uh, you know. It, it could obviously be called something else, like totally, but the, you know, canonical close involvement to the point of that word being so prominent in the marketing, I think it's time to really start riffing about some Ragnarok. So, yeah, and, I mean, uh, I sent you the article about Ymir. The, I was doing some Attack on Titan stuff and I, I was looking into Ymir and I believe that uh, he's going to be a big figure in this because he was present at the creation of the world. And I think what the the wises are going to do these people who do the um i swear i'm I'm really manifesting a second season do you remember the lost pages of norse myth and all that like that good some stuff? of them yeah some of them the, the norns the the fates you mean the oh no so the podcast oh, sorry series, go on yeah the podcast sorry, series on. that came out hosted by jason weiser of myths and legends and yeah, yeah. every week so every like couple of weeks they would release a lost page of the Norse myth, which yeah, yeah. would basically say, oh, here's what you read in like the Neil Gaiman book, but here's what really happened, you know? And I mm-hmm. love that. Like I'm a big Order 1886 guy. We spoke with Steve West, who played Galahad. Well, and- like alternate history type yeah. of thing. I, I love that, yeah. Yeah, it, that's, yeah. That's something I loved about Santa Monica since the very beginning, since the God of War series mm-hmm. started, because it's like you have the mythology, but it's, we're not just following the same stories as the mythology. No. Like we have our own take. So yeah, 
one moment, sorry if I'm, I'm sorry, it's not about Ragnarok, but uh, one moment that I loved in Chains of Olympus is when yeah. uh, when you finally figure out how Atlas came to hold the world. Because in, mm. in, uh, in Greek mythology, it's like, oh, Zeus punished him after the, the Great War or something. But in God of War, it's actually Kratos doing it. And then you, you get those oh moments when yeah. like oh that's how it happens and that's and like so atreus is again spoilers three two one loki you yeah. know like those moments <laughs> yeah. of like ah and it just makes it interesting which i i uh and, and idiosyncratic and yet as i maintain back then in my spiels i would just say look they are straight up doing and this is when Corey sent the sign poster and stuff like i sent a gigantic letter saying like no 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 like what you're doing is exactly what peter jackson and like his crew fran walsh philippa boyan's weta workshop they did they did the be all end all version they actually retold it like yeah. when they were making those films it wasn't like telling a fantasy it was like oh actually we're gonna straight up depict what happened and that means a certain level of authenticity and certainly like Stephen oakley and uh vance kovacs and raf grissetti like there's it's just photo real at this point you know yeah. and we might even use that as a, as a bit of a platform there's some concern captain kuba uh, about the idea of the PS4 version. I just have, there's no basis for that because the game, are you kidding me? Like, it's it's beautiful. It's, it's a wonderful contained package. Uh, yeah. And that scale is, is fine for us. And obviously, guess what? They will have had time to, you know, work on the tech as well. And what's to say? And like, calm people like from panicking. It's oh, like, yeah. there might be, you know, a PS5 exclusive uh, set of appendices where it's like, yeah, you kind of do need the PS5 version for this, da-da-da. Yeah. So give us your riff on that, man. Well, I mean, I kind of understand where they're coming from. Uh, even when I didn't have a PlayStation 5, I actually, I don't know if you can see it, but it's right there. I actually got okay. one. I'm one of the lucky few. <laughs> I am yeah, in the lounge. It's all good. Yeah. Fun, fun, fun. But even when I, when I only had a PS4, I, I asked myself like whether I wanted the game to be a PlayStation 5 exclusive or not. Uh, because with the PS5, you get you do get more power. Uh, so I understand where they're coming from, but I'm also glad that everybody's gonna get to play it. And like you said, just because it's on the PS4, it's not, it doesn't mean that it's gonna be bad. Like God of War 2018 was on the PS4, mm. and you look at games like The Last of Us, and they Naughty Dog managed to squeeze a lot more power from the PS4. Like mm. facial animations in that game are crazy. I don't like the entire game, but the graphics and the the combat it's just it's amazing and god of war santa monica could definitely do something like that they could squeeze more power from the ps4 I, and i also want to say this so there's something uh, you know the kind of funny people i, I kind of keep things i've got the tv here i keep things looping and i, I kind of I, I i chime in with them because they're in they're in tight with Corey. Corey's like a, a friend to them and stuff mm -hmm. and um and and i they 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 pointed out something very valid, which was like this is it's pretty quick turnover. And if what turns what if maybe one of the reasons why they're um they're kind of they're not straight up calling it like God of War Five or whatever is that it could be a bit of a, a lost legacy situation. In which case, perhaps that's suitable for something to just you know what it actually works strategically to uh, and you know a lot of the headlines they run with like you know. Like Yongi, I, I love him very much, but he, sometimes he does do that algorithm thing of like, well, he said it, so I have to report on it. But it's like subtextually, it's like I know that that's you, you're getting yeah. you're getting a lot of clicks off of running with that story and doing mm -hmm. instead of taking doing a bit more of a sort of well reasoned take. And and when Jim Ryan said this thing of like we're about generations, it's like it doesn't mean they're not about generations anymore. It just yeah. means you're, he's giving you a bit more time. 
Yeah, and, I don't know. And yeah. for me, just something of a, you know, 2018 as it came out, 2022 is when it's the sequel is prospected to come out. Um, you know, the distance between, you know, Ascension even, you know, and then three, like there's usually a bit more time. So yeah. I am actually happy with it being uh, not a boutique chapter or whatever, but like... I, I, th I think from a very well-reasoned place, you seem to have a good head on your shoulders about this too. It's like, I think it's going to be fine. I have immense trust in them. I know it's going to be fine. So yeah, um, I'm glad. I'm glad that you have that sort of sense of, yeah. Any other yeah, riffs on it, that? I mean, it's game development. Like anything can happen. But like you said, Santa Monica is one of the top tier uh, developing studios at Sony. Like it's up there with Naughty Dog. Mm. And I have faith in them. I, I think that they will deliver. You know, like the, the main problem is, what I'm scared about is the story. The story has a lot of loose ends that they need to tie up, and yeah. I don't know how they're gonna do it because I'm not a writer by any means, by any means necessary, mm. and I, I don't know how they're gonna do it. But I'm I'm really curious to see how Corey uh, tackles that. Well, Captain Kuba, uh, these loose story threads let us have a little bit of mind's eye cinema and do some riffs, shall we? Sure. We have the loose thread of Atreus as Loki. Yeah. Right. We have a couple of other ones. We have the loose thread of, uh, as Danielle said, and she was very coy because she couldn't say too much of obviously Freya on the ascendant as the villainess, quite possibly. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, uh, I personally think that there is a unspoken loose thread about, as I said, Emir. I just have a weird intuition about it. And ask Cygnus when when you when you're on the show at another point, you can speak with mm -hmm. him directly. Uh, he, he we like to just pick something from the myth and say this is gonna be in this thing like and when can you i ask you how do you how do you sorry how do you think emir is gonna be uh, involved in it because emir was used to create make the, the world, world right right yeah 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 to, to, his to, eyelids and made exactly or something. so yeah. basic yeah exactly so so my reasoning is um yeah his eyelids made the thing and his blood made yeah. the oceans and stuff so basically um i have a, a very strong feeling just from this sense of I would, I guess you would say, yeah, like the lost pages, like revealing the true nature of what happened. So currently in the myths, as described in Neil, from the Neil Gaiman book, and then just in the editors, which I've got a new edition coming on the way I posted about it. Basically, you know, the Fimble winter begins, um, yeah. certain key figures die and Boulder is the signal of the beginning of the Fimble winter, which leads into mm -hmm. Ragnarok. And, uh, you know, Jormungandr and the Valkyries and, and all of that happens, but for me, in the interest of, and I, I hope I'm not sacrilegious with this, but I, I want a gigantic force to move them from the Norse realm into another realm. I want Ragnarok not to just be, oh, a bit of snow, a bit of lava. I want the world to be unmade so that they actually have, yes, like constitute. Okay. I want to see visuals, I'm getting goosebumps, of mountains reconstituting into Emir, and then it's Emir versus Surtur oh, okay. or some shit, and it's like motherfucker. These those those Christian <laughs> missionaries, they they completely could not even think of putting that in the book because it was too monumental, uh, yeah. you know. And we've had this thing of like tear in the books in the edits. Look at this fucking goosebumps. Man. I, 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 see, I, I can't I can't <laughs> I can't deal with it. Is so basically, and this is the thing is so tear is depicted in the myths. Oh, he's the god of war, you know. Yeah. And but in God of War right he's a traveler he's a scholar like he's all of all of these different dimensions and so then if you extrapolate that dimensionalizing out to an event like ragnarok i honestly want the the mayans to be involved because they knew about the end of the world and i want them to be like to just chime in like as this beautiful and completely out of left field element being like hey 
neighboring neighboring mythology we heard your world is ending well we're the mayans and we have a bit of insight into that you know and i would uh, and i just want to throw that at you and hot take man if we go we pivot mid-game into a new mythology. It's like we literally follow Tyr, like as yeah. Tyr's path, we actually go on that path and we are suddenly in a new mythology, not Norse. Take okay. us away. Well, I mean, that was David Jaffe's idea, like the director of the first game. Like he had a similar idea for the ending of the series where you would kill Zeus at the beginning of the game and then there would, there would be this power vacuum and all the pantheons would come rush it in and uh, they would just fight for control. Mm. I'm glad they didn't go with that idea because... I feel like it would make the story too convoluted. Mm. Uh, I feel like Santa Monica is teasing too much Egypt. And mm. I think that's going to be its own separate trilogy. It's going to be its own separate thing. But I'm not really sure how, like you said, what's going to be the catalyst of them going to Egypt. I'm not even sure if it's going to be Kratos. I don't know if he's going to make it. I can tell you a catalyst. I rewatched and re-listened to one of the interviews. And if there's something out there, Canada, that people want to build a headline on, if you want to do a video, I can actually send it to you. Corey said... The, the way that I ended up getting my say in doing the Norse setting is I, I basically said, and, and I think he even verbatim said, and we'll do the Egypt for the next one. So he may have just, like, that was an interview. Oh, yeah, then? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, I guess I missed it. Oh, I'll, I'll send you it. the clip. I'll send you the clip. <laughs> and so, well, and actually, I mean, the reason why I thought you had heard it is because, like, that's what that's what is out there at the moment in terms of what he can and said. Obviously, plans change, and who knows, like, maybe after seeing how well the Norse chapter did, the, the team who wanted to do Egypt, because it came down, like, they voted. They were like, who wants to do yeah. Egypt? Who wants to do the Norse setting? And it was apparently very close, close. and then he... Close, yeah. Corey had to come in and say, actually, you know what? I think we're going to do Norse because I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna Origins, throw you, Assassin's Creed is... Yeah, go ahead. I'm going to throw in a little bit of thing that I don't know if you know, though, but I I, I was replaying the game for the 10th time a while back, and I was yeah. watching a cutscene in which uh, Sindri pulls out a bunch of things from his bag. I don't mm -hmm. know if you remember. He pulls out a fish and stuff. Yeah. Like, it's okay. near the dragon, and he freaking pulls out a, an, an Egyptian kopesh. Like, it's a, a tool oh. made for... a. For cutting wheat, I think, or it's a yeah, ceremonial the Kupesh, one. Yeah, the distinctive, you know, Assassin's Creed. Yeah, origin. like it, it's yeah. got a hook. Yeah. And I freaked out because I was on stream. I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> pulled out an Egyptian tool. Yeah. How did I not see this? It's mm. it's so plain that they're gonna go into Egypt yeah. uh, eventually. But I did not know that what you said about Korea, straight up hinting at like, we'll do it next. <laughs> but yeah, but, he says it. It's one long sentence that he's, he's explaining like, and that was how I, it's not, it's not in Raising Kratos. It's in some embedded interview, but uh, I will, I'll re-listen and stuff. Sure. And uh, yeah, I'll, I'll send yeah. it to you. Um, okay. So I actually, what I really like is I do, I'm, I'm heavily on the, as an experienced Kojima podcaster, I heavily go into the mind's eye cinema. Things can go anywhere. Emir, no one has even mentioned Emir. And, and yet I am so convinced that he will be in some way involved because the truth, the true intrigue of Ragnarok is, is the re-beginning. And, and, and basically that reincarnation is like, if the world itself is ending and needs to reincarnate, would it not return to some form so that it can be slain again? And maybe it's going to be Kratos versus Emir, and he has to slay this dragon so he can remake the world the same right. way that he has ended Pantheons. Maybe he can restart this one. So I'm, I'm, I'm really huge scale mind's eye cinema wise with that. Um, yeah. I also appreciate, but but I like how you're like, okay, Albert, I like that. But at the same time, here's the basis and here's what they're focusing on. So I like that. Yeah. Um, you can even give us a ballpark, man, on uh, a couple of these threads. So um, what is the likelihood of in this chapter, which I think, do you reckon you and I are on a similar wavelength of this is going to be the second in a trilogy? How do you feel? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So as the middle chapter, we have 
you know, Empire Strikes Back, a lot of snow imagery. I don't know. Maybe there's going to be a bit of yeah. like, hey. And what Danielle said, because she's a big Star Wars, big Star Wars person when we were speaking with her. And when she said that word of like, we want to make it as good as the first one. And that's what Irvin Kirshner said, you know. Mm-hmm. And and frankly, I would like fucking Gratitude to come back. I really like that character design. I really liked that, that beast of it, burden. Man. It he pissed me it. I actually hope that he didn't eat her and he's a sentimental boffin and he was trying to put on a front and that she's still alive. But oh, he hit it somewhere like, I want to look tough. So I, I just know. hit her in the back. <laughs> and she's like, he's like petting her because it's, she's like a torn-torn. I love her. She's great, yeah. you know? So, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, give me your riffs on, okay, so Ragnarok as the middle chapter. And as you know, in the middle chapter, things purposefully have to be left unresolved. So how do you mitigate wanting to get answers, but in very light high likelihood getting a lot more questions too that's the thing I, i'm not sure if i feel like ragnarok has to be involved in it somehow but mm-hmm. i don't know if it's going to be the main yeah the main conflict because uh, like you said we still have a lot in between the thimble winter i don't think they're gonna leave that uh period untouched mm-hmm. it would be really cool to free fenrir or uh meet hell <gasps> hell right so I feel like that should happen right before Ragnarok. Yeah. But like you said, they've had the word Ragnarok, like, in the, you know, being... I think so. Short. So I feel like we might go back to the previous Ragnarok mm-hmm. <laughs> in, in, in some sort of time travel, because it's the one where uh, Jormungandr came from, right? Came That's from right. The future. Yeah. Right. So I feel like they might think they fixed Ragnarok, but at the end, it's going to gonna get all messed up again and they're gonna have to actually fight the ragnarok battle in the third game mm. so i've always said that how i think the game is gonna end and i'm actually scared of this because it sounds very legit because mimir seems to hint that a veneer god or deity yeah. will stop time okay ah, and then and then yeah. the wolves skull and hunty will catch the sun and the moon and then ragnarok will begin that's it and i can't help think that that would be such a cool cliffhanger for the second game like i don't know you're fighting freya as you said she's a veneer deity right so she good yeah yeah. so well you said you're not a writer but man that's that's absolutely less that's uh that's a quintessential very effective example of uh you know set up conflict resolution and that cliffhanger yeah and and then you do have that teaser of scully and hati and who in this case would be the boba fett like appearing on the very end and you're like who is this and then they have they feature in the third one um and then leading into the big battle i get you i get you okay because i mean i mean it's just why would he why would you have that side conversation it's it's just it seems like it's hinting at something it's like yeah Vanir gods used to mess up with temporal magic, and did. They and, and then they stopped because it did not stop the the wolves from catching the sun and the moon. I'm like, oh god, okay, this is this is how Ragnarok begins, in my opinion. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. the thing is is Ragnarok in the myths as well. It is you know it's I don't know if there's some etymolo- etymological thing we'll dive into. We actually have been planning the Northern Myths podcast, guys. Like I've reached out to them, and they have been going page by page. Puba in, in through the edits, so they are supercharged on this lore. So I will def- very much step back and be like, take it from here because I think they can speak <laughs> to it. Yeah. But um, the cyclical nature of it is, uh, um, yeah. It, with with Ragnarok, I th- I just think this is gonna be okay. Are you ready? This is this is gonna be Go probably the, the hottest take I've ever given on Ragnarok. Of course. So Atreus's hair is red. Uh, Kratos is you know 
he has this snake, and this is this this ties into the title of this episode, the Herald of Ragnarok. Oh, you mean the the tattoo? Kratos is uh, yes, that's the, right. The, so okay, the okay, inevitability. Fine. So death is inevitable. That's a huge part of what Kratos' growth in the first few games is like. Yeah, I have these ashes on me. Yeah, I've moved through it, and that's in fact the the ending of this game, the twenty eighteen, mm-hmm. is him realizing like almost like letting go and the bandages fly off and it's beautiful you know um and so my thing is like you know dealing with something that is inevitable how is he gonna handle like at one point finding out like my son is fated doesn't matter if i've taught him everything like Mm -hmm. he is written he is foretold to end the world you know like yeah yeah. right or or to to be a catalyst in it which would be heartbreaking and so i suppose this kind of segues us into how would that feel from a story point of view to have done all this work as a father? And this is, you know, going into Empire Strikes Back, Luke, he has a lot of stuff that he thought was sorted, like, oh, I'm going to be a Jedi. But then it's there's that moment in the cave of like, actually, damn, like I have I am way out of my depth with this and how heartbreaking that would be for for um, Kratos. Uh, for, 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 for Kratos to, to discover to have that sense of helplessness. It's almost like feeling, because again, this will be timed with Atreus, like Groot, you know, becoming, you know, a, a, a yeah. teenager in the second Guardians of the Galaxy. You get a sense of like, they, again, God of War functions so well as a metaphor for parenthood. They're just mm-hmm. drifting away from you, man. Like they have to go and do their own thing. And you as yeah. a parent, you're like, and you feel out of control. So you can give me riffs on any of that, man. Metaphors yeah, I mean, and stuff. Yeah. I mean, yeah, people have to say like, do you think, Atreus is going to be the protagonist or something. I mean, eventually, maybe. Mm. And they also asked me about like his role in Ragnarok because he's the one who leads the, the the army of the giants to fight in Ragnarok. And like you said, you had a good point. Would Kratos want that? That's very similar to Kratos from God of War 2, leading the army of the Titans up mm. to Mount Olympus. Mm. And I feel like if Atreus does end up doing something like that, it's going to undermine the story of the first game a little bit because it's more about... Uh, you know, we must be better. It can't be all about rage. You need to control yourself, right? So mm. they, they might address that, again, in different timelines or something like that. Um, it's really, really wise of you, man. Yeah, this thing of the undermining and, 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 and like needing to balance the fact that, you know, and Corey was, he was like, he was set on, he's like, yeah, it's going to happen. Like, I put it in the wall. Like, it, it's been yeah. foretold. Like, that's that's what that means. It is, it is a straight up prophecy. And, and, I, and yeah, like, but frankly, I think the best writers really fucking challenge them, challenge themselves that way. It's like they may have been wearing coattails at that, like, what is it? The gala ceremonies getting those awards for the last one. But they are not sitting on those coattails. Like yeah. this is what Irvin Kirshner did. He literally threw a spoke in the wheels, not in a like super undermining, like, um, uh, you know, what's that word used for Last Jedi? Um going against expectations or um subverting so i don't think there's going to be subverting subversion yeah Yeah, uh, but i do think that how that that's actually you know i'm not often stumped kuba i I do like to at least offer something but i'm how how do they do that i'm gonna throw it to you actually then you can throw it back to me how do they respectfully in a way that doesn't undermine atreus atreus's growth in the first i guess you could do an adam's adam driver type thing or a joker type thing where or any beautiful, amazing villain where they just, they genuinely think that they're doing the right thing. And I'll just throw this out there for you to just take and run with. By the end of Ragnarok, Atreus like goes off with, guess who is missing a son? Freya, right? And he has, right? And so then he fills that void for her. And then she fills that void for him as an understanding parent, right? 
and guess who also grew up like with this thing of the mother being absent like atreus like yeah. daniela could come in and, and fill that role and that would be like shocking that after mm. the first game being about son and father coming together that at the end it's atreus being like sorry dad like i can't like this is my path i want to make and i think he's like i i want to make sure i don't end the world and you are this like rageful spartan guy this woman just wants to heal i'm here to be this kind of surrogate son there's a bit of a story riff for, for you man what do you reckon as in like they'll have their own game uh you'll control atreus i don't understand uh would you want to cast kratos aside though I do think we're gonna have spin-off spin-offs games with the. Uh, oh, actually, no, 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 no. It wouldn't be about spin-offs. So obviously, you're playing as Kratos in this game, right? Oh, but, okay. the, but again, with Metal Gear Solid Two, because remember, Corey is in very much I don't give a fuck mode, and that's how he actually that same spirit is how he had the goal, which we now again we very quickly forget that before God of War 2018, God of War was extremely fucking different. This was a yeah. giant pivot away from you know camera perspectives. All the GDC talks about like how they had to pivot. And I don't think that's gonna stop. I don't think he's gonna do it on principle, but I think we might have a bit of a solid snake raiden situation in the middle of really? this game. Oh okay. yes. And we play as Atreus, which is gonna be fucking incredible. I, I think I think he has obviously Sons of Liberty as research to be like, okay, maybe i can do it introduce a bit i but basically is like if people put metal gear solid 4 raiden in metal gear solid 2 no one would have complained because metal gear solid 4 raiden is fucking badass and like he got his own goddamn revengeance game right so yeah. that I, I, I like listeners like watchers whatever uh, captain cooper people really like before you just jump down my throat like think about that arc of like how fucking cool it would be for him to just like take up either his father's blades or something or just like step in and really take on that mantle to the point of like silencing all the all the channels that have been saying like no it's a kratos story or whatever do you even see any likelihood of that i just gonna well, throw it to you well i think we might get to play a section with atreus like okay. kind of like the last of us one where you played as ellie okay uh, like a small mission and my reasoning for this is that in god of war 2018 there's a lot of another hints that not hence it's, it's plain you can see it that the Aesir gods want to kidnap atreus because he's the last giant mm. right so they might take him away thor might be successful in taking atreus away and because time dilation is happens throughout the realms atreus might, might actually get to grow really old like at somewhat like well oh gets that's a hot take you just killed it man yes playing as an adult atreus yeah but I mean, that's that, that's what I mean. Like, you might, because that that blows my mind. Like, time is experienced different in different realms. So mm -hmm. while Kratos is going to Asgard to get his son, a lot more time might have passed for him, depending on if time passes slower or faster in Asgard. Uh, Atreus might be really much older when Atreus gets to him. So it's possible we might get a, a section with Atreus, but I don't. I do think. They are gonna stick with Kratos for the time being. Okay. Uh, I'm not opposed to having a spin-off game with Atreus eventually, mm -hmm. uh, or even Frey. I would love a, not a Frey, so, uh, a Fey game, a prequel. That would be awesome. Yeah. Like, she's she sounds like a badass warrior. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think we might have a section with Atreus in Asgard or something, hinting mm -hmm. more at the gods. I don't know how they would do that because they need to keep the camera like in one shot people love that camera way too oh, much yeah, so i don't know how they're gonna make that transition from yeah kratos to atreus 
Interesting. But it's certainly possible then, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Because again, for someone, again, I, I always make sure to take a moment to show appreciation. It's like you have your, your very Kratos, like leaning with like the imagery and stuff. And like obviously God of War at the moment, like Kratos is front and center. But that's mm. why, and you hear some of these uh, GDC talks of like, yeah, and Corey, he he made sure we always included that son, and they and like it's almost like there's a subtext of the, the team kind of not understanding why you're adding this element. He fucking had to fight for for Sunny to to be yeah. in this damn game, and I think Sunny is the heart of that game. You know, I I think mm-hmm. um, Danielle is the spirit, and then like, and then you know, I mean, I just want to say like with with Chris, who I just yeah he's so fucking powerful chris judge man like i want to i can't wait to get him on the show like whenever like vibes and schedules kind of align and hear you asking questions hear signals asking questions but um the place that if we thought like the emotional place he was going he went to for this first game just with that middle chapter Okay, here it is. Like my fiance and I Go talk about it. this. Is basically he had a lot of walls up, right? As a man, like, and also as Beautiful. a father, exactly. A lot of those walls, he was able to bring him down so that he could let his son in, let some love in, let some regret, and then moving through some emotions. But when you let those walls down, like, there's Thor with the hammer, like, ready to fucking go. Just that's, nice, that's a nice metaphor. Like. Exactly, and yeah. and. And which will mean that with his walls down, if this happens and he either loses his son in terms of like, you know, either get kidnapped or go off with Freya or whatever, um, there's going to, it's going to shatter him in a way we've never seen Kratos shattered before. Cause mm-hmm. that's what he held up the walls before mm-hmm. in complete paralyzed fear of like that. If I, if I drop this exterior, if I soften, then it will mean that I will be vulnerable. And that's why it had developed and, and kind of crusted over all those years. And when he was, again, he can, in the first few episodes of the podcast, I was talking about, you know, Corey saying like, he finds it easy to take down a gigantic fucking dragon, but like insanely difficult. Hug his son, yeah. His son, <laughs> hug his son, yeah. exactly. So, so Chris is, I, I'm going to open it up to you. I use Chris because Chris is like an amazing performer and frankly, Oscar stuff like needs to at some point happen for that guy. But give me your, your take on, uh, performances in God of War, uh, Ragnarok, especially factoring in the new tech of the the PS5, able to capture some more authentic kind of facial capture stuff. I mean, that was uh, that was one of the the big uh, changes in the, in God of War 2018, like the, the inclusion of characters. Because I love God of War since the very beginning, but mm. it was just Kratos. Like every other character he would come across, they would he would just kill him. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's cool to see. Freya, Brock, and Sindri, all of these guys, all of these supporting uh, characters, and they're amazing. Mm-hmm. Atreus is an amazing character. I really don't know why some people hate him. He's just mm-hmm. this kid who gets thrown in this uh, world full of monsters, and he just lost his mom. He's an interesting character. I, I want to see where his story goes next. And with the PS5, I don't know what do you mean like technology wise like what they're gonna do yeah i mean that's the thing is I, what i love to do i throw the question out and then it's like yeah i'm happy let him ramble let him, let him just run with it what is so what is, how does the question speak to you in that way is i like how you mentioned again first and foremost you started talking about you know how you are so interested in like for example sunny not only will his voice have dropped definitely they, they were actually fighting against time with that you remember yeah. from raising kratos is like we need to get this yeah. to get these shots quickly you know and um and so then just i suppose you can kind of look at a little bit of like harry potter stuff like i'm thinking maybe that shift into the prisoner of azkaban territory like that darkness you know for this mm-hmm. kid you know even though he's like harry, i'm gonna have to watch harry potter movies i i really Dude, haven't yet and I, and oh I have well, well we're doing um 
a little bracket, you know, because you know, we have the yeah. network and stuff. Uh, it's going to be one year uh, from a couple of weeks from now. We're going to actually do the episode 10 of the Wizarding World podcast. Like, yeah, it's going to be rad. So oh, okay, that's cool. you can watch some movies, jump on that one. We can have a fucking talk. Cool. It'll be great. Yeah. Um, but just let it know. Let it be known that with things like this, uh, it's it, it does behoove and it does sort of benefit to just kind of do a bit of Venn diagramming and saying, okay, well, let me look at Anakin and how he moved through and then Jake Lloyd to, you know, Hayden Christensen. Um, we have confirmation, Kuba, that it will be obviously Kratos and Atreus, but we have confirmation it will be like Sonny. Like he's, they're not being, he's not recast or anything in that. Yeah, I think it was, it, it was in the blog, it was in the blog post, right? I what what blog post? Uh, yeah, so, not, so on uh, on um, a PlayStation blog, there was he, it was you know Sid Schumann talking with Herman Hulst, and I think yeah, actually it was yeah. Um, so he confirmed that it is going to be Chris Judge and Sonny Siliak because we didn't right, know that before. That. Uh, I, you know, we okay. knew probably very likely in Chris Judge we could hear his voice and and stuff, yeah. but they you know I don't think I don't think recasting would have been very wise for the for fans would not have liked it very much. I think no, and, no, I think people love love Sonny. Yeah. And, and uh yeah so that but that okay so you we, we riffed a little bit about like the depths and you know obviously as you go along this was this was their first performance capture experience and to yeah. think that it was their first is insane because they brought so much of their authentic selves to it yeah. and then just with that increase in, in technology being more comfortable in, the, in in the pajamas you know uh yeah, yeah. troy baker can speak to this we do last of us podcast too like and he's also in, 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 you know, he's Magni, I think, or Modi, uh, Troy Baker. Troy Baker, yeah. Yeah. Um, and Nolan North as uh, Modi. That's, so. that's right. And <laughs> as you cool saw, list. these people get back into the PJs and like getting more comfortable. Yeah. I'm, I really want to see, like, I, 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 I not even want to see, I really anticipate seeing some amazing performances. And oh, yeah, all right, I'll throw this out to you. Bro Brock and Sindri, where do you see them going now that they've kind of come back together? What's their, like, what do you reckon with these guys? I, I, Okay, uh, my my take on it, my theory. I mean, I feel like <laughs> Brock <laughs> is gonna die eventually, and Sindri wow. and Sindri's gonna have this moment where he's gonna have to get his hands dirty because he's a germaphobe. Okay, nice. like he's gonna kind of metaphorical. He's just gonna hold a weapon or something, and he's gonna be this. Uh, he's gonna provide this important moment where he shifts to battle or something. Yeah, because uh, you just—that's perfect. Another unresolved, as you said, a, a loose thread about Sindri hasn't. You know, he's still Niles Crane. You know, like ooh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's 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 the funniest. Well, Brock is also funny, but I love Sindri so much. When shout <laughs> when out to Adam hands, Jay Barrington. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's he's amazing. When he when he hands something to Atreus and he touches it and he goes like, <laughs> he just holds yeah. his hand out. <laughs> Amazing. But I feel like he's gonna have that moment where he's gonna actually have to get his hands dirty and do oh my. something. You just broke my heart. Now I'm I'm really thinking about that. Uh, and hey, again, it's not the Bible. I don't know. I don't know if this is gonna happen. Who knows? Uh, but but it, it 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 figures that. Remember the middle chapter, in in a way which again is consistent, but still brings these moments of just this shift. It, it is about taking things away from the main characters that. Mm -hmm that you actually feel that pang of like, oh, wow, we did some work, you know, 
And yeah. uh, that's, I'm mean, just uh, relating back to Star Wars. So basically, uh, Han Solo's arc in the first Star Wars was going from very selfish to selfless, you know? Yeah. And then we're left feeling, oh, we feel so good about Luke and Han being friends because before they were fighting and so they had a rivalry. And so then when Han is, is carbonite, carbonated, you know, like turned yeah, yeah. to frozen carbonite, mm-hmm. um, we feel all the more like pain and all the more like like anxiety for like oh is he going to be okay you know um mm-hmm. so i could see like us having like really really enjoyed that arc that the brothers went through and then yeah. seeing in the next chapter like seeing anything fucking with that like particularly yeah. with 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 sindri needing to have that arc you know because um, i mean we we have to remember that both brothers feel guilty that they created me so i feel like a sacrifice is in order like to kind of uh, to make up for it karma they created, yes because they created the nuclear bomb and the norse mythology pretty much right so Basically. i feel like a sacrifice is going to happen from rock is gonna yeah if it was going to be anyone it's like that moment in the matrix where it's like yeah he will sacrifice himself i wonder if there might be a scene with like a grower type figure where they have to or a galadriel type figure which says you know this is what i foresee you know looking into the mirror and you just see it's like at one point you know it's like at one point Boromir will try to take the ring it's like at one point brock will he won't hesitate to to make sure that his creation doesn't kill someone and i think brock is gonna actually I think Thor's gonna fuck with with Brock. I think, yeah. yeah. Oh man, that's. I've convinced you. I'm sorry. I'm. You sorry. have no. I, I love that. That's and that and like <laughs> Robert's gonna really stretch himself for that for sure. Yeah, oh, he's such man. a nice guy. I, I saw part of the interview and he's uh he's yeah. such a cool guy. <laughs> My goddamn setup wasn't ready for that day because usually I add the the zoom and stuff and it, it just yeah. I just didn't have the but I didn't want to skip out on talking with him. So Robert, we're gonna get you back and I'll get all the nice <laughs> graphics and it's we've upgraded yeah. and yeah, love you, man. He's great. Yeah. Um, and then I've reached out to Adam. Um, clearly, buddy, guess what? I don't know if the listeners are aware, but they're in the middle of doing something right now. <laughs> and I don't think they're going to be available. You know, yeah, there's going to be there's going to be uh, a very special time in, you know, let, let's let's do a bit of hyping for people. Right. So there is this rumored event on the 28th for us in Australia, it'll be the 29th. Mm-hmm. Captain Cooper. Tell us from moment opening of this thing to the very end. Tell us exactly what's going to happen. Give us the exact runtime. Tell us exactly. Go. go for the for E3 uh, appearance? like the Yeah, no, no. The state of play end of June is the rumor. Yeah, when, when I, I sent E3, you the picture, right? Yeah. When, when I say E3 conference, I always mean, mean like everything. the state of play. It's 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 not. People were, were on me when I said, oh, Sony's E3. They don't have E3. I'm like, I know. I'm just mean like. They're still doing yeah. it around E3. I, anyway. I call it E3 anyway. I, even, if they, even if Sony completely decouple. For me, June, July is always going to just be in three months. Three months, yeah. <laughs> you know, but yeah, so. I, I do think I think it'd be silly for Sony not to do Sony not to do a a, a mm. conference or a state of play to show showcase their games. Mm. If I'm honest with you, they honestly don't need to. They're gonna people are gonna buy their games nonetheless. They, yeah, they're no. not like Xbox where they need to prove themselves. Sony, it's got a bunch of exclusive, but I still think they're gonna do it nonetheless. Mm. And I think it would be awesome to see God of War. I don't know if with recent news of the delay i don't know if they're gonna show it i hope they do at least a trailer a gameplay trailer i'm dying for a gameplay trailer mm. did i say gameplay i said gameplay you said gameplay <laughs> none of the reason why is because 
I still, so for Horizon Zero Dawn, I say like, this is how I want games to be. I love this open world with this authenticity, mm. with these interactions of you can choose different dialogues. Like that is the be all end. I love that. And I okay. think, I hope that Corey was looking at Horizon and saying, fuck, I actually want to, I want to do a bit of that. A bit of, so you a want, bit of dialogue. You open up the game even more? Open up the game even more. It's a perfect template for a game. I've, I'm constantly saying like, wizarding wizarding zero dawn or fucking pirates of the zero dawn like, i just want that version for every fucking thing ever um fucking biker mice from mars zero dawn jesus christ like, t- t- teenage mutant fucking ninja turtles you know what i mean like that is a dog yeah. um but but in terms of a reveal now this mm-hmm. is what the 2016 trailer did like out of nowhere it's got a war and guess what it's a fucking close to 10 minute long gameplay trailer as the reveal no cinematic it was like it went straight into it uh it spoiled every reveal for me for every other game ever because all i want now is like when you introduce your game i don't want a cinematic i don't want like love and light to to bioware for the mass effect 5 reveal which was just like i think the logo some snow coming off that's cool Mass Uh, mass effect 5 i call it mass effect 5 because i technically don't call just like how we don't really call uh, Ascension, God of War Ascension, we don't call that God of War 4. Wait, like, wait a minute, I'm, I'm confused. Uh, the, oh, Mass the Effect, Bioware... basically, so you have 1, 2, and 3, and then you had Andromeda, buddy. That's that's the, last one I, that's the last one I knew of, Andromeda. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But then they announced a new one. Oh, okay, uh, all right. They did. Wow. <laughs> yeah, okay. This is cool. I like to, this is called Unconscious Shade. It's like, you didn't even get on Captain Kuba's radar. You need, they, yeah, you know what? They don't deserve to be on your radar because... Anthem, again, love and light to the people involved. And I fucking love Neil Blomkamp. And I actually mm-hmm. hope that he's involved with Sony in some way. Mm-hmm. All right. I need him to. Yeah. Um, yeah, they didn't they didn't do well with that one. I think they had a lot of Yeah, yeah. And Anthem is yeah. is a bit of a textbook in like ugh. I I've never played the Mass Effect series myself, so that's maybe why I'm not uh totally up to fine. date with it. But totally I fine. I have seen the yeah. the new edition, the the collection, and I've I've been thinking about getting it just because uh, it's one of the Sorry, one of the best uh, RPGs ever, I think. Like one that's of the what you've heard, RPGs. yeah. And, and it really is, yeah. I've, I've heard that too. Um, but sorry, but go on. Like, that's okay. So no, basically, so that reveal, it's just, you know, I'm glad it exists. That's wonderful. But what Corey did and Bear McCreary with the score, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. People forget. People, again, they too often forget because we're in the age of scrolling. And I like to just sort of grab... You know how there's that gif of the lion that reaches through the bars and like grabs the, the human like in a hug, you know? Yeah. I'll send it to you. It's great. And they add like text and stuff. It's like, yeah. listen to me, you know? I like <laughs> to kind of grab the heads of all the listeners, like fucking driving to school, going to work or whatever. It's like, let us not forget that that original gameplay trailer was Corey playing live. Yeah. He was playing the game live. Whilst being scored by fucking Bear McCreary, right? Bear had uh, to like time the music and stuff to the, and obviously they had rehearsed it, but that's, you didn't have to do that. <laughs> like, like that was so generous and such a mic drop. So do you think we could get anything maybe with the state of play reveal that might honor how that was revealed? Or do you think it will just be like, welcome to God of War. This is state of play. Da, da, da. Go for no, it. no, no. It's, it's, it's going to have more of a build up. Like, Look, when it comes to teasers and like showing off their games, I've always said that, hey, if you're an established franchise, you really don't need to show much. Look at the God of War Ragnarok a teaser. That's it's true. just a logo. It's a logo. Mm. <laughs> and people went apeshit for it. I analyzed it. Yeah, you did. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, you did. Okay, so what do the runes say? 
in the snake. No, not, no the runes say Ragnarok. Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, thank you. <laughs> but in the background, I think I hear a giant falling, and you can check oh. the video out if you want to. Emir, <laughs> uh, I'm telling you, the Emir spiracy deepens. The Emir, man, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I, it's not going to be something like, oh, and here we, we have for you God of War. No, it's going to be like, we have something special. And then, oh, fuck. Boom. And then <laughs> you, hopefully you, a demo, but yeah. you never know. Like with a delay and all like it might just be a gameplay trailer and it'll it'll be just enough. You know, just Well, if if my um, four hour insane person I was basically like an insane weatherman, my death stranding one. I was like standing in front of my screen for five hours straight, looking at all the handprints as they each came off, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I did something quasi similar. I actually had to take a nap. <laughs> it's like I'm getting older, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. For the horizon one. So we did oh, you're that. fine, man. You look fine. I don't you look like you're twenty something, like you're oh, aiming to thirty. I don't know, bro. Don't you're too it. kind. I am thirty three later in November. That's very kind. Right. <laughs> Intermittent fasting, people, for sure. Yeah. And whatever the hell this guy's doing with the lifting, you you lift though, bro, right? You no, I, no, I I used to, I used to be a gymnast, and I still hey. have some of the lost civilization of muscles. It's cool, me, man. I guess. <laughs> I, well, you but... gymnast, me contortionist. That's why. I yeah. Got, yeah, yeah. That's, that's crazy. Cool, <laughs> we have to Cirque du Soleil podcast, baby. Let's let's yeah, do it. Let's do it, man. Um. um <laughs> But dude, actually, fuck it. I'm going to take that Cirque du Soleil riff. So Valkyries, I think of this thing of like, so we saw the Valkyries as bosses and stuff and like you're going through and all this. I would love to see, you know, and you say, and another thing you mentioned is this, um, fuck it. I'm just going to go for it. So uh, we can do a bit of this in the game with like Draugr's like kind of bending them to our will and stuff. But, and obviously I don't think we're going to have settlements or towns or anything like that. But in terms of deepening of the system, of, of the rpg and like what do you think about controllable allies outside of, of 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 atreus like i don't know if you have like for example if you were to have like a a troop of warriors that you can summon almost like a final oh, like assassin's creed too I, I i like i was thinking of assassin's creed brotherhood yeah but yeah brotherhood yes so that can, kind of thing well how i usually see this is that with each trilogy like they remain the philosophy behind the game remains somewhat the, the same they're not going to change something too drastically. That's Oh no, they they're not going to change it at all between obviously 2018 wasn't that much of a change. <laughs> I am. I'm, no, I'm no, it was it was <laughs> I'm no, no, but what I, no, but what I mean is like yeah, God of War 2018 was a reboot. I don't think they're going to do a reboot again. Like they're just going to stick with what worked for a little bit. Oh. I think we're going to have like I think oh. we're going to have at least two more games and maybe In a prequel this style? Okay. Yeah. You can do yeah. that. I, I don't do think that. they're going to add like controllable uh, a uh, another uh, characters cuz I think It'll, who would it be first of all like the humans don't like Kratos and Atreus very much like the few that, mm-hmm. that were in Midgard they attacked him I don't know how they would work maybe you want to well upon it. I can exp- I can expand on that I first of all I don't think they'd be humans I think they would be uh, so we have the Aesir and Vanir and I I one thing Corey is really good at is like plucking out these figures these obscure like Ullur for example like it, there's a whole pantheon and and believe oh, yeah. me like Corey he's he's okay. a curious you know, adventurous and same with Matt Sophos, who's been so kind to the podcast, like shout out to you, Matt, you're amazing. Um, Ryder, and and I would love to see him what he did with Tyr, which is he kind of made him a bit of a star like, hey, you're not just this sort of peripheral figure. It's like, you're actually gonna in very in, in many ways be our conduit into new realms beyond this trilogy and stuff. So I like him shining the spotlight on these like under oh, under okay. showcased figures. So if he can maybe uh I, I would probably say the vanir like they they seem to me as as 
you know, the nature gods, you know, that, that, that they would vibe more with maybe Atreus or something. And But do you mean that we'll control them? Like, they'll be yeah, playable? Like, I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah. So, again, with okay. me, you know, my thing with my Emir and stuff, it's like, it's sure. you're going to see it on a lot of channels, people talking about the obvious and, like, the thing that, will oh, this naturally follows that. But no one could have ever predicted how... Hmm. 2018 was gonna go and i don't think that they're in any sense gonna like do any like laurel sitting so this is what we did with kojima we threw things at the wall and in a really kind of it was just fun you know leading in in the lead up like doing all this like picturing and imagining and i also like to give exact images so for example it's like for one, for one of the things from this gameplay sequence either this state of play or maybe the next one where you know with last of us they did i yeah. think they did two state of plays um potentially i, or I remember they, the maybe, last one yeah yeah, and they revealed a couple of features. Actually, now I think about it, Uncharted had some gameplay, and then and there was another reveal where we saw the dialogue wheel. And we saw, you know... So I Uncharted? personally think there's going to be a bit of a dialogue wheel situation. Uh, and I also think um, uh, that there will be the dividing of, of loyalties. Like, when, with like basically, during Ragnarok, um, there's going to be a lot of blaming, a lot of, like, the, oh, the world is ending kind of thing. And I mm -hmm. think lines will be drawn. And yeah. frankly, I do, as you said, you, you, and you see, you responded to the cast increasing and like, obviously they won't expand too much because we don't want too many characters, but I want there to be that beautiful PlayStation experience moment. Do you remember when Neil Druckmann sat down and said, okay, here's Yara, here's Levi brand fucking new characters. And now we love them so much. Victoria Grace, Ian Alexander. I would love to just be like, and here is like a handful of, completely unexpected Vanir and Aesir gods. Here's Ullur, here's da 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 da, you know? Uh how well throw it to you. I mean, would you would you find that I mean, interesting? I, I mean I would have to disagree with that a little bit. I just Okay. I I, okay. I don't know. It's all good. It's all good. I just yeah. all good. <laughs> I have I to go now. No. I respect it. Go for it. <laughs> no no. Uh I, I still think we need to uh learn I more about Kratos. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah Kratos there, there's still a lot more left to know and, and that was one of my issues. I love the last of us when it comes to the mechanics and uh in the gameplay and the graphics and all that but I, I wasn't a huge fan of the story i just i didn't think joel getting killed was uh the proper thing i think you had still had a little bit more uh mm. you know to do with him and i don't want something like that to happen to kratos just yet i don't mm. i'm not against like killing off a protagonist eventually mm. but i think uh look at god of war 2018 like atreus kratos tells atreus some of it like he killed his father that's not the worst thing you did kratos i mean you killed your own family like how mm. how is that gonna be how is that going to play out? How is he going to find out? You know, like okay. something something has to go with that. And okay. I don't think they're going to go with too much of the RPG uh, mechanics. I think uh, that's brought in the game a little bit too much, I think. Uh, but I mean, again, that that could be how they go. I do I do foresee uh, an open world, like you said, like a Horizon God of War game in the future. Mm. Atreus would be the perfect character for that because mm. he's going to be able to shapeshift. Yeah, yeah, like he... Shapeshift. Oh, he just listeners listen to me this guy right here this legend on this podcast with me just set you off now you are imagining him shape-shifting and that what being is? a goddamn mechanic captain kuba as if honestly look at the memes that would be generated you know there's that outrage meme it's like yeah. here's fucking atreus he's an archer you can turn into a fucking werewolf are you going to be pissed off as playing as that and then it's like actually if there was anyone that i would rather play as than kratos Fuck, that's amazing. That's what I, that's what I mean. Like they're just using him as this super powerful god, mm. and and that an open world setting would be the perfect playground mm. for that.
Mm, like okay. you just walk in in this open field and you see a, a griffin or a bird. Oh, and you turn into the freaking thing. I don't know. Bro. It's just, it'd be cool, man. Like, I don't Bro. know. A lot of mechanics. You. Yeah. <laughs> and like, yeah, like he can turn into like a tassel worm or whatever. And he can turn yeah. into some of these things. And oh yeah. my God. But see, I, I don't think they're going to change too much for the next game because I feel like the philosophy has to remain the same mm. for a few more games until they expand upon it. They're not going to add too many new mechanics. Too many new characters. Opinion. Okay. All yeah. right. All right. That's cool. I respect that. And thank you. And see, you eloquently outlined your very beautifully laid out and well expressed uh, uh, disagreement. Your theory's I, bullshit, man. It's bullshit, you. man. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, we should just be normal YouTubers with like really heightened voices all the way up here. <laughs> fuck that, man. I'm too old for that. And just not not even age. It's like a, it's like I just can't hack that level of heightenedness. So it's all good. All good right? No, I it's dig it, good. man. And you're doing you're doing good stuff. And guess what? We've been almost at it for like uh, an oh, just over the hour now, man. It's oh yeah oh bye i, could I mean whenever i talk god of war it's just it's just Bruh. fun I, exactly. I didn't even know it was an hour but i know it's, it's I know, been really I know. fun man but let, let us let's let us begin you know the, the podcast descent you know sure, sure. just like going on into the rest of your day um what is something that hey i just want to make sure we cover this before we wrap things up man anything that you want to and any character or a mechanic or what i mean i actually did a, a recent video like some top things i want to see in the next game Okay. And I would honestly like to see more Metroidvania mechanics. I don't know if you know the, the term. Where oh, no, like, of course I do. Yeah, uh, Fallen Order. Like, the night. And beautiful. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Fallen Order. Oh, yeah. Amazing game, yeah. So, because in God of War 2018, you pick up the chisel, and then you can open doors. And you also get the, the light bridges or mm. the shock, shock arrows. I want to see more Metroidvania mechanics. Because mm. it'll make exploring the, the world a lot more engaging, I think. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like, add something like... It's not going to happen. Like, the Hermes boots that allow you to walk on wall for a... You're killing distance. it with the hype now, man. Because you just <laughs> made me think about Svartalheim, like going to see yeah. this gigantic labyrinthine realm of the dwarves, yeah. you know? It's and underground, it's, uh, according to lore and legends, yeah. It's... Exactly. And so then obviously yeah. you, you you have these what are bombs or whatever, and you're, you're making, you can go yeah. through and like you acquire certain things to find certain passages. And obviously I think there's going to be there's going to be a component of the old map, obviously, just because it's that same setting. But do you think we might be getting away from the Lake of Nine, or is that also going to be there? Well, according to lore and legends, the, the lake is frozen. So that in and of itself is going to change uh, how the world looks. And I like that because, sorry, if it was to be the, the same, it, it wouldn't really feel like a sequel. It would feel too much like a DLC. So I'm glad the world is going to be frozen. And that might might uh, add more mechanics uh, to the gameplay. I was just looking for, I've got lore and legends. One second, travel room. It seemed like we were in Jotunheim only minutes. Father and I explored the great hall of giants and saw the amazing mural prophecy of our journey. Then we scattered mother's ashes and headed back across the bridge. That's it. That's all we did. But Mimir, who we left in Tyr's temple to await our return, told us that a lot more time had passed than we realized. The snow that began falling when father killed Boulder was now deep and was still falling everywhere. Mimir said it had become the stuff of omens. He thinks it is Fimblewinter. The three Fimblewinter, the three-year freeze that comes just before Ragnarok. As Mimir puts it, snow, lots more snow, and then the end of the bloody world in that approximate yeah. order. Hype, dude. It's hyped, yeah. It's, it's, it's fucking hype. Get yeah. yourselves this book, people. Head over to, I don't know, it's like Amazon, Amazon and anywhere. stuff. Yeah. It is, oh, yeah. It's beautiful. And there's some Vance Kovacs. You can also get it on, on Kindle. Uh, I have two, I have a Kindle copy, so I can mm -hmm. 
take pictures properly and then use them on my videos. And I also have a physical one because it's so well done. Like the mm. the exterior of it and the pages, they look so good. I don't know. It's Stunning. Just, yeah. That's it, man. Keep honestly keep doing what you're doing, and and we do as you as I saw. I sort of gave a preview of the next few episodes, so going mm -hmm. into talking about Yoman Gunda and other things as well. So um, I'll send you. I'll chime in with you about those to see if you're happy to jump on those as well, man. We'd love to have sure. you. Oh yeah, it was it was very fun, man. <laughs> Thank yeah. you for having me. Yeah. Good times, man. If you ever <laughs> yeah. want like a co-commenter on your thing, I'm happy to swing over and be like, awesome, hey, man, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. Well, dude, what is on for the rest of your day? Uh, I actually have to order some uh, some food from Uber Eats. <laughs> Get some we damn see. food, homie. And I am hype about this now. What you need to do, because you're in the US, you lucky fucking, you're in the US, right? I'm visiting the, I'm visiting, I'm visiting the US for a bit, yeah. Because I'm from, okay. I live in Canada, yeah. <laughs> you're, oh, so you live in Canada. You're in Canada I, now. No, no, I live in Canada, but I'm visiting my girl in the, in the US, yeah. Okay, beautiful. Oh, shout out yeah. to you both. That's lovely. Okay, so you need to just, because I like this. I, it might seem like I'm torturing myself when I do this, but... Obviously, it has to be something that I and you guys just have so many choices there. When Ray and I went to Canada and America, it was like I was eating Chipotle and I was just I was I, I, I had gone to another realm. I was like, you guys have the best fucking food. So, yeah, go on, torture, torture me and then torture all the listeners who are also intermittent fasting. What are you about to order, you legend? I actually don't know, man. I mean, okay. uh, maybe some Japanese food or something, some fried rice. I've been craving that for the past few days. Listen, he's being nice to us. He's actually saying that so that we don't envy him too much. He's actually going to go like full Arby's, full Five Guys or something. <laughs> like get, get hyped, dude. Well, you know what, man? I hope you have an amazing upcoming. I think it's going to be, you know, five days until the event proper with all this stuff with like Elden Ring. That's going to be hype and stuff. But... Oh, fuck. Elden Ring, Breath of the Wild, man. Bro, it's not just God of War. I'm, uh, E3, is, E3 <laughs> is Christmas for gamers, man. It the next is. Bioshock. Uncharted That's 5, right. throw me everything, man. Bro, and we do the, all of those you mentioned, we have dedicated podcasts for those. So, dude, yeah. enjoy the hype cycle. And then uh, chiming in at the very end of the month, dude, if it solidifies and that image I sent you of that 4chan thing or whatever, it's the state of play, 28th of June. Have we got you for that one? I know you'll be doing your content, the, obviously live streaming, but after 26th? that, we'll, yeah, yeah, if yeah, you want to jump in after. I don't, think I, I don't think I have anything podcast related for that uh, date. So I think it sounds good. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you know if anything changes. You let me know, brother. Sounds good, man, yeah. Big hugs to you and yours, man, from the missus and I. Sending you good yeah. shouts. All right, Thanks, man. man. Thanks, man. Take it easy. Right, have a good one. <laughs> Bye, Bye, man. Bye. <laughs>